Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 29 of the Multiverse Fancast. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Mags, and with me is Ronnie. Ronnie, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well, sir. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Awesome sauce. So big, big time for us. We're uh, getting back into the swing of things with all of our shows finally back on. Yes, sir. You sound so excited. I'm very excited. Very excited. Very excited. Um, I'm like very excited. So we had our first week of Flash and Arrow. Correct. And now we're kind of getting back into our regularly scheduled episoding. Yeah. So you'll expect to see a, a Flash and Supergirl episode like we're doing tonight. And following it up with an Arrow and Legends episode. And then the occasional third episode, if we ever find something, like we'll probably do something for Luke Cage. Yeah. Um, the movies when they come out, like we have Doctor Strange coming up. We've seen a lot in the, the promotional wheel for that. Uh, mm. Star Wars, when that comes out. Yep. Because they just released the final trailer for Rogue One. <laughs> yeah, we're very excited, very excited. But uh, I think we're more excited to talk about this week's Supergirl and Flash. We are? I am. <laughs> and everybody, if you guys have been listening to the show since we started, you know exactly why I'm excited to talk about Flash. No, I'm just kidding. Supergirl. Batman. Batman. <laughs> everybody loves Batman. Who doesn't? I love Batman. I know you do. He's in my list of superheroes that I love. Not, not top five. Definitely not. Yeah, there's issues with you, that's why. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> Action-packed with issues. But anyway, so uh, I think we're starting off with uh, the season premiere of Supergirl. Is that is that right? Is that where we're going? That is correct, sir. All right, so I'm going to I'm gonna fly over to you and let you do that synopsis. That wasn't a good one. That was not that a was... good segue. I know oh, we're still working on a good segue for Supergirl. Uh, that would have been a good one, but you ruined it because you said you'd fly over to me. No, I said we're going to, the whole audience is flying over there right now. Alright, so anyway, so synopsis for the premiere of season two of Supergirl, or the series premiere on the CW, whatever you want to call it. Ask my DVR, I didn't know that it was on a new network. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so the title of it is The Adventures of Supergirl, which to me kind of seems like a series premiere episode title. I feel like it should have been called Supergirl and Friends. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, whatever. It was directed by Glenn Winter. The story was by Greg Berlanti and Andrew Kreisberg. They've been busy. Yes. So, a little synopsis. Kara finds an unknown young man lying unconscious in the pod and takes him to the DEO. She prepares for a date with James just as the commercial spacecraft, the Venture, is launched into space. It suffers engine failure and descends to Earth. But Kara saves the craft with help from... Superman. <laughs> they find the main target to have been Lena Luther, the new CEO of Luther Corps, or Elcor, after her brother Lex was convicted. In a ceremony where she renames the company Elcor, she is attacked again by John Corbin, the assassin. Alex engages him while Kara and Clark stop a building from collapsing. Corbin reveals he is working for Lex before he is shot by Lena. Kara chooses to be a reporter at CatCo, a decision supported by Cat. Kara and James decide to keep their relationship friendly. Wynn is formally hired to work with the DEO. Meanwhile, John reveals to Alex that he was the one who found the kryptonite and decided to keep it against the wishes of Clark, who wanted to destroy it. At Project Cadmus, an unnamed woman 
revives Corbin and begins turning him into a kryptonite-powered being called Metallo. Dun, dun, dun. Whew. There was a lot going on. There's a lot going but on. But not a lot going on not at the same time. On. All right, so this was Supergirl's big uh, premiere on the CW. Yep. Any noticeable changes that we... Not really. The only thing I noticed is um, the flying scenes. Yeah, we... <sighs> They cut down on them. I wouldn't even say they cut down on them. They cut down on the ones of them floating. Yeah. Like, of them in the harness. There's a lot of good shots of them, like, actually flying. Like, them saving the ship. And, yeah. But they're... CW does really well with, like, the cut shots where it's, like, CG, and then it cuts out that character and the, the actor pops up. Yeah. But, um... They, other than that, like, as far as budget... Because I know that was a big concern about the budget. Yeah, I mean, they're really... I mean, could you see a little difference in quality and stuff like that? Yeah, but nothing to the fact that made it not that good yeah. of an episode or whatever you want to call it. But um, you knew it was gonna go. The quality was gonna go down a little bit. Just in terms of their budget. In the budget, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, CBS compared to CW is, you know, crazy when it comes yeah, to it's, budget. It's a but, very big difference. But it, it worked. It wasn't too far off than what we saw on CBS. Granted, who knows? Maybe the budget is the same. Because uh, maybe CBS didn't give them a lot of money because they weren't sure how it was going to go. No, C- CBS, they spent a lot of money on those episodes. Way more than the CW's going to throw in yeah. the episode. But uh, I'm more curious to see how many of the uh, the uh, viewers are going to head over. Because Supergirl yes. was doing about eight, nine million. That's a lot more than CW ever pulls in. Yeah. So I'm curious to see if uh, some of those numbers are going to transfer over with it. Yeah. And um, I mean, if it does, I mean, it's not like you could even argue, oh, you know, it's at a different time. It's different. Same same time. Same time, same same day. day. So it's not like anything changed except for the network. Yeah. The only thing that they have to compete against really is uh, Big Bang Theory. Gotham. Is Gotham on at the same time still? Well, no, oh, they still have to compete with it with ratings. Yeah, but, like, they, they went head-to-head against Gotham last year, and they did just fine. Yeah. Um, you know, the problem with Gotham is that it's got its lovers and its haters. Which, uh, I'm a lover. Uh, this this season, the new season's actually really, really good. Yeah, you and Sean are going to have to do an episode on Gotham <laughs> one of these days. I don't know if he still watches it. Yeah, but, I'm um, sure he does. Yeah, I'm real quick with Gotham, in its defense... It did start out really slow and not too good, but it picked up. Yeah, well, that's what I said about Angels of S.H.I.E.L.D., and you still haven't caught up on that. What's that show, Ben? Is it Marvel? Because Ghost Rider's epic this season? What? Oh, so I really should just watch it just for Ghost Rider, then. Yeah, 100%. But, uh, <laughs> and Coulson. We all love Coulson. But, yeah. um, so... What do you want to talk about first in this episode of Supergirl? Um, I know what you want to talk about. Well, do you want to start with but the pod? But we'll save... You want to start yes. with the pod? Let's start with the pod. Did you notice that they What's added... What's in the pod? What's in the pod? Did you notice that they added some extra footage to that opening scene? Yes. Because I remember, like, when they first showed it, it just showed them leaving the apartment and landing there. Yep. Like, this... I actually really enjoyed it, and seeing uh, Jean and Kara work together a little bit more. Yep. And it showed that even with, like, the CW budget... Martian Manhunter still looks pretty good. Yeah. So, I, I know that was a concern, like... I mean, again, he looked virtually the same. Yeah. 
I think maybe like a little a little shading difference. Yeah. But right. other than that, yeah, you look almost exactly the same. Yeah. They released a, a promo called Superhero Fight Club Two. Yeah. And they they showed Martian Manhunter in his full form, and it's it looks pretty good. Yeah. So you know they're they're keeping their quality up with that. I think they also just had time to fine tune it, so they they know how to make it. Yeah. You know it's a lot easier when you have a character mold and you can just go with it instead of having to recreate it. Yeah, definitely. But uh, we find out that in that pod is another Kryptonian. Yep. And kind of jumping ahead a little, we find out that he traveled through an area of space where time doesn't pass. Yes. And that's why he's so young. Yeah. Um, well, isn't that the same place that um, Kara was at? No, Kara was in the Phantom Zone. Oh, yes. They specifically say that he went to some space anomaly yeah. where time doesn't pass. Because Kara mentions that her father took her there. Yes. Um, they also touch base on why... Clark and Carl look so similar in age, which was a challenge that I originally had when they yeah. cast Tyler Hecklin. So, as a as a podcaster and as like a critic originally, I, I enjoyed that they. It's a simple throwaway line. Yeah. Um, they were like, "Yeah, Kryptonians just don't age the same as humans." Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, she's sure. only been here for eight years. I'll accept it. Yeah. But um, other than that, we really don't know anything else about who was in the pod. No. He's unconscious. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see um, who it is, if it's family, if it's going to be a villain. Yeah. Um, well, apparently in the comics, there's another group of... Superboy? No, that's not going to be Superboy. <laughs> if anything, Superboy's going to pop out of Project Cadmus. Yeah. But um, in the comics, there's a race called the, the Daxamites. Mm-hmm. They're like an offshoot of the Kryptonians. So like they're exactly the same, except they they were on another planet, and they're... Their weakness is lead. Yeah. Which is, you know, the thing that stops kryptonite. But um, he could be one of them. They, there's a lot they could do with it. So I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, definitely. But um, where do you want to head to next? Um, want to talk about Wynn? Yeah, let's talk about Wynn. Wynn had the most minor Role. story arc. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed with how little we saw Wynn in this episode. <sighs> Why? Because Wynn's your favorite character and you want to see so much Wynn? I do. I love I know. Him. I'm all about Wayne. But I like him better a, than Jimmy. He's a secondary character. But he's still an awesome secondary yes. character. But you you can't focus so much on your secondaries when you have a phenomenal primaries. Oh yeah, no, I, I can't argue that. But um what do you think about him working at the DEO? Why? Why is he looking for a job? I don't remember where he kind of stood at the end of season one. I don't think anything ever happened he was all good with I know that, like, and i know that he um he did do work for the deo like they needed his help with a lot of things and then yeah because like, he's a stuff, tech guy and he helped defeat indigo yeah so like i get it and I, hacking and stuff like that but like and it's a, it's oh a, i get it too i think it's a good fit for him too yeah um i'm just i don't know why he was looking for a job I had a really sweet IRA at uh, Catco. Does that transfer over? <laughs> he did have some of the best lines of the yes. entire episode. Um, him fanboying over Superman, like yeah. it was me. I have so many questions. You're basically Wayne. I am. I am very Wayne. You're Wayne, and I'm Jimmy Olsen. That's fine. But um, <laughs> I like to. Do I call you Sir or, or Hank, Hank or, or or John or Martian Manhunter? Sir is fine. Yes, Sir Hank. I, <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, when when always whenever he's on screen, it's always just a little bit more fun. Yeah, definitely. Um, I hope he gets a girlfriend this season again that isn't like a psychotic banshee. Yeah, 
<laughs> Those are tough to find. Yeah, seriously though. <laughs> but um, oh, it's funny they re- not just in TV and movies. I'm talking real in real life. Real life, yeah. Um, they were. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, you said <laughs> it. Send all the angry email to uh, multiversefancast at gmail If you want my personal one, you can ask for it. I'll take it. <laughs> but um, I was. They re-aired the entire season on the CW, and I remember watching him with like. The episode with his dad, and yeah. the episode with uh, when he first gets with Siobhan and all that. And I, I really, wins a character I miss just from television in general, not just, you know, from Supergirl. Yeah. But, um, do you want to go... you want to talk about the Luther? Yeah, we can talk about Lena and Lex Luthor. Yeah. Um, I don't trust Lena Luthor. <sighs> I do. I don't. Why? Because he's a Luther? Because I could see that she did all that. She, like, framed her brother to do it so that, like, I, I could just see it. And I don't, tr- I don't trust a Luther. No, I Ten years of Smallville like... and 75 <laughs> years of comics, I don't trust no Luthers. I don't know. I mean, what does she have to lose? Like, why would she go on her brother's side? Be- no, no, I'm not saying she's going on her brother's side. I'm saying that she orchestrated the whole thing. To make herself look innocent. I can see her being the grand architect of that whole conspiracy. I don't know, because why would that dude be like, yeah, no, tell everyone, oh, yeah, no, Lex sent me. She could have. She could have given him those orders. Gave the dude orders? John Corbin, yeah. I don't know. Because you see her, you see him on the phone and he said, when have I ever let the Luthers down? He never specifically says he was talking to Lex. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. what did you think about all the Lex mention? I think they're teasing us because all this, m- all this mention, I want to say, oh yeah, we're definitely going to see him, but I feel like they're just teasing us. I don't think we'll see Lex. I don't at think all. we're ever going to see him. I think it was more just because Superman's on the show. Yeah, I think it, we might not see in person, but we might see little like Easter egg kind of stuff. Yeah, but um. Apparently he's in jail serving 32 or 36 max Yeah, 32 life like sentences. Um, not going to lie, I would be so excited to see kind of that story of how that happens. Um, if they ever do some sort of spinoff or like a Superman-centric episode of Supergirl, I'd love to see yeah. that kind of story. But um, it, it would be hard to fit in, though. That's the only thing. Oh, yeah. No, I completely agree. It depends on what they do with the season and how much more of Superman we're going to see. Yeah. Superman's gotten a lot of positive feedback. Not just from, you know, obviously yeah. me and you, but, um, you know, IGN gave Supergirl a glowing review. A lot of yeah. the early reviews came out, and they were saying how, how much they like Tyler Hecklin's Superman. I think uh, I was reading somewhere where they said he's... Not going to play too big of a role. He's in he's gonna, two episodes. He's in, yeah, and then um, here and there, like, he's just going to serve as whenever you need me. Yeah. Like, we're not going to really see any t- team up. I hope he comes back for that big crossover event. Unfortunately, I really don't think he will. I don't either. Because they're filming it now, and I'm sure we would have we would have found out if Tyler Hecklin was on yeah. set. Maybe, like, a cameo at the last minute, but... um. I just think, just to see, just to see Green Arrow and Flash and Superman all on one screen. Oh man, oh. yeah, that'd be really cool. That and imagine Cisco seeing him. I just can't wait till Cisco meets uh, Supergirl. Yeah, but we're gonna talk about Cisco tonight too. Ah, <sighs> uh, 
But anyway, um, Alex and John really no big character story no, to them. They were they were kind of just there because they're DEO. DEO. Uh, DEO's got some nice new. Nice, a nice little digs. Nice office, yeah. Um, was this always here? Did I not notice this? Yeah, right. Um, I think it makes sense, you know, now that the DEO is kind of more out in the open and, you know, yeah. John Jones is out in the open, that it, make, it makes sense that they would be in uh, the center of the city. Definitely. Cat uh, Grant was fantastic in the episode. When is she not? Cat Grant really is a highlight of the, of the show. As much as I love Wynn and Supergirl, Cat Grant really does steal it. Oh, yeah. Um, watching her fawn over Clark Kent was probably the funniest thing ever. Oh, that was ever. great. Um, she got a little, a little too excited, you know? Yeah. Hey. But, she had uh, to take a chill pill. I love how well she, uh, she knows Kara. Yeah. Even though she did not pronounce her name. I don't, did she pronounce the name right this episode? Yes. Remember at the... Did she say, I know she did in the season finale, but... She, um... Did she call her Yes, Kara? she did. I think it was just... Earn my respect, yeah. and I'll call you by your name. But um, I like how she knew that Kara was going to be a reporter yep. one day. Um, she's got her new assistant, Miss Tessmacher. For those of you guys who saw the original Christopher Reeve Superman, she was uh, Lex's um, sidekick? Secretary? <laughs> Both? I guess. But uh, that, see, that just ends more, it adds a little bit more merit to the idea of where we might see Lex Luthor. Yeah. Um, do you miss, uh, what's face, Max Lord at all? No. Not at all. No. I was really hoping that I would miss him, but I don't. I'm okay. Um, yep, you're not here? Okay. I didn't even I'm notice okay. he was gone until, like, we started talking about Lex Luthor five minutes ago. <laughs> not even joking. But, uh... I mean, you can't... I mean, because Max Lord was basically a fill-in for... Lex Luthor. Yeah. So. A hundred percent. Now that you have Lena and there's mention of Lex, I don't no, think we'll, I don't think we'll ever hear that name again. Which I'm okay with. I mean, like, Unless, he, was, he was hit or miss as a character. You know, I can actually see him maybe developing something to fight what Cadmus is making. Maybe, yeah, like use him as like a consultant on yeah. him and help. I can, I can see that. I want to see uh, Bizarro Supergirl again, though. That was one of his better yeah. versions. And Red Kryptonite. That was a fun yeah. episode. But, uh, you want to talk about it? Can we talk about it? Come on. Talk about what? Come on, I've been waiting this whole... I've been waiting so long. Uh, to talk about Flash? Yeah, I we can go into so Flash right now. I'm actually going to throw something at you right now. <laughs> can we talk about Superman? I mean, if you want to. He wasn't I even that good. I want to. He was so good. Don't <laughs> even... Oh, don't even do that to me. Stop it. <laughs> Leave me alone. My mom says you can't make fun of me anymore. Uh, your uh, mother loves me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, um, so we got our introduced, we got introduced to, um, <laughs> this universe's Superman. <laughs> After all the, uh, the silhouettes and the text messages last year, we finally got him. Smiley faces. Smiley faces. Um... Our first shot of him is him talking on the phone to Perry White. Yep. And he says, lickety split. And Perry White makes fun of him. And he's like, but you say Gracie. Yeah. yeah. And then we get the, I, I loved the uh, the dual shot. Yeah. Of both of them getting ready to go save the venture. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> all right, let's talk about this then. Ronnie is of the opinion that, this, that the, the Superman shirt open was unnecessarily slow mode or unnecessary froze? They like 
Okay, it wasn't even like a freeze. It was legit like I'm running, I open my shirt, and I'm just going to stop just so you can see the S. Why? It's iconic. To Superman. Why is Supergirl doing it? Because she's super. Why is Superman doing it? I mean, okay, yes, I get it's iconic and everything like that. But let's be realistic. Who op- who rips open their shirt and only stops halfway and then goes again? Just Superman. Superman. Just Superman. <laughs> and Supergirl, all right? Supergirl's done it too. I don't know. I'm just- uh, Spider-Man did it in the, the Rami films. I don't know. I just think it's corny. I, I, that's why I love it. It's like, cause you got the same shot of it, whether he stops there or he doesn't, you can still get the same shot. No, you get, you can't, you gotta, you you can, you gotta do it. You have to do the iconic (sighs) shirt. All right. Maybe that's why the DC film universe is suffering because they haven't done it yet. But see, it's not the, the shirt rip is different. Then the pause of the shirt rip. You need to pause the shirt rip. You don't, You though. do. Why? Because it adds iconicness. I said what I said. Don't look at me like that. How does it add iconicness? Christopher Reeve did it, too. Tom Welling did it on Small. I know. It's, it's I'm st- saying, overall, it's stupid. So you can send all hate mail to... Uh, <laughs> Disagree with me. I don't care. Like, what's... Fiery. It? What's the difference between me ripping open my shirt completely and you still seeing the S than me ripping it halfway so you could just barely make out the S, even though it's not an S? It means hope. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just it's always been an iconic shot, and I thought, I, was, I thought it was done really well in this case. It, it was. No, no, don't get me wrong. It was done very well. Just not necessary. It's one of those things where it it started in the comics because obviously you can't do continuous shots in the comics. Yeah. You have to do stills. And I think that just it started off as trying to pay homage to that you know, yeah. shirt thing and then it just kinda a lot of a lot of superheroes have done it and a lot of movies have done it, but like I get what you're saying, but it, it's not practical. Like why would you just stop? Yeah. I get it, but, you know. I mean, jeez. I mean, what if you stop and then you go to continue again and you can't finish the job? I think the better question is, how do they get their shoes off? In, into those boots. Like, those boots are supposedly underneath the shoes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're getting into your super- feet must smell 28-7. What? Yeah, I said what I said, and I said it on purpose. Okay, then. <laughs> getting all fiery about like, superhero like, I mean, like, even when you shower, it's still smelly. <laughs> How do you wash your uniforms? That's the real question. Oh, you just bring it to the dry cleaner. <laughs> just bring it to the dry cleaner. <laughs> just see. Oh, I'm going to a costume party. Pushes his glasses up. Right? But, um... His costume parties every day. Yeah. Even though he looks the same all the time. <coughs> all right, calm down. <laughs> but, um... So they saved the venture. Did, did it bother you that they never explained how he came out of his little coma at the end of season one? Yeah. Like, I didn't even think about it. He was just kind of all right. Yeah. Oh, Superman's in a coma. Two days later. Oh, he's up. He's all right. That's it. How? I think that they they filmed that not knowing if they would ever be allowed to use Superman. And then over the summer, they're like, yeah, you can use Superman. Yeah. Oh, well then. But they still could. They still had time to be like. For so many good. Give me a minute of, oh, it's been six months later and we shot him up with. 
whatever to make them better. Anti-kryptonite. Yeah, right? It's something, you know? Yeah, they could have thought of something. But um, what did you think of the uh, the venture-saving uh, scene? I really enjoyed it. I love that team-up. Yeah. I love, I love how they had time for conversation. Yeah. Hey, cuz, this looks like a job for the both of us. Absolutely. Right. But, um, I mean, the, one of the best things about it was, A, the effects were, were pretty solid. Like, you know, they did a great job showcasing that Supergirl and Superman were working together. But also, it looked like Supergirl was struggling a little bit more than Superman was. I don't know if it's because she was taking more of the, uh, the weight of it. But or maybe she's just not as strong because she hasn't been on Earth as long. Or maybe even, like, he was kind of letting her to... Because he... He like, make easing up so she can... So she can get the, the glory of it and, and get the work. Yeah, instead of it being, oh, Superman and Supergirl, not yeah. Supergirl and Superman. Um, I love the scene where after they land and they're, like, talking about how great it is to team up and how... Yeah. You know, and the people on the bikes go, and she says... Uh, I normally say hi, and he goes, me too. Yeah. I love seeing them just going and interacting with those people and, like, just, you know, he yeah. change his diapers. You don't really need to tell anybody mm-hmm. that. <laughs> but um, this Superman is very different than our Henry Cavill. Yes. Um, I love Henry Cavill's Superman. I, this, that one's an arrogant one. It's not even that he's arrogant. Yeah, it's just that, that it's almost like Tyler Hecklin's Superman is what Henry Cavill's Superman could be. Yeah. But, I mean, you can't even argue. Henry Cavill looks like Superman. Yeah. Like, Tyler Hecklin... Needs some work. <laughs> um, he looks a lot better than he did in a lot of those promo pictures. Yeah. A yeah. lot. A lot better. Better. That's why, like, we reserved a lot of judgment on that, I think. Yeah. But, um... I think the CGI helped him look better. The CGI helped, and also, just, like, seeing him with other people. Yeah. But uh, I loved the scene of him and walking into the DEO and everybody, at first everybody's like, <gasps> win fanboy like nobody's business. But mm-hmm. you and I were talking off air how much I liked that he stopped and he was shaking people's hands and he was saying hello to them and, you know, that it was nice to meet them and stuff except like that. Except for one person. Except for, except for Jean Jones, you say yes. But um, I was talking about the comparison in Batman vs Superman when he walks into Congress or yeah. whatever it is and he just walks and he doesn't even acknowledge anyone. I really... Uh, yeah. I really enjoyed this take on Superman. Definitely. You want to talk about Superman and John Jones? Yeah, I mean, we could talk quickly on it. I mean, everything was pretty much said in the synopsis. Um, they need to work like, on their security systems at the DEO. Alex found out really quick. Yeah. I don't know if that's um, a testament to her. Well, I think, um, she's, I think she's like second in command there. That's why. I don't know. Is she? Yeah, because remember when um, they... Originally had John Jones in um, custody or whatever you want to call it when they first found out. Yeah, Lucy Lane took over, I thought. Lucy Lane took over because, I guess, the government took over. But then Lucy Lane gave it up to... To Alex. To Alex. Oh, man, so, remember. yeah. So I think Alex is, like... She's probably... Right, is, yeah, like, second in command, basically. Wayne's going to be in charge by the end of the month. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, but... So I think that's why she got clearance, but... I don't know. Who knows? They never really are clear on what her title is. Yeah. We just know she's an agent. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, but yeah, so basically Superman and 
John Jones were on a mission together. When he was still working with the government. Yep. And they came across some kryptonite. And John Jones was like, hey, let's keep it. And Clark, or Superman was like, huh, let's not. That can kill me. Yeah. But you know what? I'm on John Jones' side. Oh, are you? Yeah. I can understand. Like, And he says, I mean, he's like, you know, their powers are limitless. Yes. And he's like, I would never use it against you or Kara. But Superman's like, yeah, but you're not always going to be in charge. Yeah. But then again, look at last season. We had Kryptonians. Yeah, no, on like, Earth. I, I, I won't argue the merits of John Jones, you know I mean? but like I also won't argue the merits of Superman. Where it feels like Superman's vendetta isn't really with John; it's more like you have this weapon, and right now you control it, but you won't always. Yeah. And I feel like next week that's going to come to a little bit of fruition with Metallo. Yeah. Because Metallo has a Kryptonite heart. Yes. But um, that's speculation. Cause yeah. We still have two more days. But um. Uh, I I just, it's just like okay, guns can kill people, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so should the government not have guns? Should the DEO not have guns to shoot people with them? You should ask Great Britain. They got rid of all their guns. My sister was just in London. Yes, but you know what I mean, like. Yeah, no, I I understand, but it's like they have the argument in Batman vs Superman. They're like, you know, this is your silver bullet. You don't, and then like the senators like he. This is, it's not a deterrent, it's going to escalate. Yeah. So, like, there's merits on both sides. If it's the only thing that can kill you. Mm, Yeah. I'd be a little nervous if somebody had the only thing that can kill me. I would, too. But, I mean, if I can kill you by shooting heat flares at you or, you know what I mean? I could punch you and kill you. Yeah, but also that's the Martian Manhunter. Yeah, but the Martian... I want to see him and Superman come to blows a little bit. I don't think we'll see that. I don't think so either, but I think it'd be really fun. Oh, it would. Him and Kara had a great fight last season. Yeah. But, um... What else you want to talk about, Superman? About Superman? Yeah. Not Supergirl? We talked about Supergirl. <laughs> uh, if, you, if anything about Supergirl, do you want to talk about her and Jimmy? Uh, yeah, I'm glad it's not Olicity drama. Oh, God. But it's it's just kind of out of left field that she's like, you know what, I can't do this. I just, I think we're better as friends. I think, um, all of her pining. Yeah. I think it might just be, she's new to the superhero life, and, um... It's, a, it's much. It's a little much. Like, you saw, you know, they tried going out on a date, and then the whole venture happened, so the date got ruined, and then didn't they try another time? They kept talking about it. They never actually yeah. went through with it, though. So, I think it's just, she's new to that. She's being a reporter. Kind of like, oh, let's give it some time. Let me try figuring out how to balance yeah. it all. As long as it's not Olicity stuff. Oh, thank God, no. I'm okay with it. I'm Like I said, even with the Olicity, if you want to put a little something in there every episode, like a yeah. little something every episode or every other episode. it's not the focal point. Exactly. But, um... I'm okay with the little drama we have. Kind of upset. Those two would make such a cute couple. <laughs> Is that the... Yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, I would have liked to see more of Clark and Jimmy. Like, yeah. we just see them for like a half a second. I mean, they were like Batman and Robin. Yeah, they were Back in Metropolis. You know what I mean? Like I did like a lot of mention of Lois and Perry White. I love Lois' yes. phone call. Yeah. That was really... Like, even Carl's like, that's so cute. I was yeah. like, even I was sitting there going, that's kind of cute. Yeah. But, um, 
they had so many great scenes, Clark and uh, Kara, and like I, I thought it would be a lot more of Superman and Supergirl, but the scenes of Clark and Kara together, like them walking down the street. Yeah. I love the the super telepathy joke. He's like, yeah. it's my super telepathy. Don't worry, you'll get that part. Really? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, uh, they, they had really good chemistry with, the, with each oh, other. Oh, yeah, definitely. And you can just tell that there's a, there's a, is a bond there. Yeah. Um, I know one thing that we kind of always talked about was what kind of relationship Clark and Carr actually had. Yes. Because as far as we know, they didn't really interact with each other. It's almost like... It's yeah. almost like that cousin you have that lives on the other side of the country. Yeah. But you can't fly at like the speed of light. Mm-hmm. So I really want to see more. Yes. You know, obviously this is a, it's a Supergirl show, so Supergirl should be the focus. Yeah. But having Superman as as that special guest star makes a big difference, I think. Oh, yeah, it's, definitely. It's adding a lot to the show. I, I think the rating... Uh, did you check out what the ratings were for I did not. Oh, yeah. I want to check them out, but... um. I have a feeling they're high because of, to be honest with you, because of Superman. Oh, yeah. Superman's going to be a big draw. You know? I think every episode with Superman is going to be their top episodes. Yeah, and also, uh, Tyler Hecklin has a pretty good following from Teen Wolf. He was on that for, yeah. I think, like four seasons. He was on it for a long time. But um, you want to do some star ratings before we... Yeah, definitely. You want to go f- You go first for this. I am giving Supergirl season premiere a solid four. Um, I'm keeping my bias about Superman to <laughs> to a, to a degree, because um, you know it'd be super easy for me to just be like, it's a five. Superman was perfect. This episode was perfect. But he wasn't. This was a great Superman. <laughs> like I, can't, I know, I'm just busting like, your balls. I know, I know. But um, like this episode was solid. It was yeah. above average. It was a great start to the season. Um. It didn't really set up anything big for the actual season. Like, we know that Project Cadmus is going to be kind of the villain. Yeah. But, um, like, in terms of... Like, we saw in Flash and Arrow, they set up big villains for the season. We kind of have an idea of where the seasons are going. Supergirl's kind of up in the air, which, you know, no pun intended. But um, I don't want to... I don't want to base my rating just purely off Superman because he's not going to be in this show the entire season. Yeah. And I think if I give it a five just because I love Superman, it's going to make the rest of the season kind of low for me. Definitely. So I think a solid four is uh, yeah. fair. No, no, definitely. I gave it a four also. Um, you can just do the fact that great, I mean, it was a great episode. Um, the only thing that's holding me back is um, just Again, like, I guess because we kind of got a special treat with seeing it on CBS first mm-hmm. with that money and now seeing it on CW that has less money. Um, Those flying shots. The flying shot. You could just tell that it was, you know, CGI and you could see when it switched and it wasn't smooth like it was in CBS. Um, but, I mean, other than that, like, I thought they did... Again, Superman was great in it. Um, I would like to see more of John. That's my only thing. Oh, the Martian Manhunter. I want to, yeah, John. Mainly the Martian Manhunter. Not necessarily John, but I want to see more Martian. I love that. I love him. Yeah, he's a, he's you know? a great character. So, uh, but yeah, definitely a four. Definitely a four. Yeah. Stronger than uh, our Flash season premiere. Yes. 
So you want to talk about episode two? Episode two of Z Flash. Of Z Flash. Yes. Episode two, season trace. It was called Paradox. Um, so Barry learns of several changes to the restored timeline. Iris has not forgiven Joe for not telling her that her mother was alive. Cisco is angry with him for not altering the timeline to save his brother Dante from a drunk driver. And he has a new CSI partner, Julian Albert, who does not like or trust him. Barry decides to travel back again to fix the damage, but he is intercepted in 1998 by Jay Garrick. Jay tells Barry that the timeline never resets exactly, and he has to learn to live with his mistakes. Meanwhile, Clarice has visions of Flashpoint and locates the person responsible, Alchemy, who restores Clarice's powers and full Flashpoint memories. Barry tells the team about the timeline's alterations before confronting Clarice at an, imba- at an abandoned warehouse. Alchemy is there as well, saying that he is preparing this world for a future event. Cisco arrives and helps Barry defeat Clarice, who is then incarcerated in Iron Heights. The team determines that Alchemy is creating other metahumans from Flashpoint whom they need to track down. Cisco and Barry become reconciled, as do Iris and Joe. Kaylin is secretly revealed to have gained cryokinetic powers. Barry and Iris officially start a romantic relationship, Yay. and Clarice is attacked in his cell. <sighs> so where do you want to start with this one? Draco Malfoy. Draco Malfoy, <laughs> yes. Um, Let's just get that out of there. We had the, uh, the introduction of Tom Felton yep. as Julian, what was his last name? Do you Albert. Julian Albert. Like uh, Albus? Oh my god. Uh, What did you think of uh, Draco Malfoy on Flash? I don't know. I didn't see Draco Malfoy out there. Oh my god. It's the same character. (laughs) I really enjoyed him. I thought it was a good little ad. Um, Kind of gives Barry not a Flash villain, but a Barry villain. Like an antagonist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, he reminded me a lot of early season one, uh, Eddie Thawne, kind of that same antagonistic relationship, not always on the best terms, but this is obviously a lot worse. Yes. Cause Eddie and him eventually do become friends. Yeah. But, um, I enjoyed that he's kind of Barry's opposite. Yeah. But at the same time, they do have moments where they can work together. Yeah. And uh, what is he? He's, um, he specifically is a metahuman. A metahuman CSI. CSI. Yeah. Like, I, so I thought that was interesting because I'm kind of like, are they kind of saying that maybe there's going to be some hints to him finding out who Flash is, finding out that Barry's a Flash because of the metahuman CSI aspect where... It could be, yeah. You know what I mean? So I think um, Barry's got to be careful. Mm-hmm. Due to that. So, but Julian's investigating these husks. Yes. And we learn that the rival, they find one of his husks. Yep. So do you think that Alchemy, who, everybody thinks Draco Malfoy's playing, I'm going to call him Draco Malfoy, by the way, um, that he's going to end up being Alchemy. I think that's too easy. <sighs> it's too 
easy. Yeah. Do you? I think but that I wouldn't be surprised. Oh yeah, it's, it wouldn't be surprising at all. It feels like alchemy is able to see other dimensions, kind of like Cisco, maybe. Yeah. And he's able to transform people into like that's what alchemy is. It's turning one thing into it's another. Not, yeah. Do you think that he that the husks are created from him restoring other characters? Because yeah. there's been a lot of them. We yeah. don't. The only characters we know that were metahumans from Flashpoint are um, the Rival and yeah. Kid Flash. Yes. Do you think he's going to do something to Wally? And that's how Wally gets his powers. Yeah. You think, yeah I, I mean, think, I think that's a fair. Because unless it's just, um, maybe he doesn't do something intentionally. Maybe. Because um, when they did have the redo of the particle accelerator yeah, where... I mean, while he did get hit. He got hit. I think, I think Alchemy is going to attack and maybe hit Wally and it's just going to spark something. Yeah, I think it's going to be by accident. I don't think he's going to, like create the well, kid he, flash or you know what I, I mean i can see because he also created the rival suit and all that yeah so who knows maybe like maybe he tries to get wally to kill barry yeah be the flash of this world yeah that'd be I interesting yeah i mean well there's plenty of options out there of what can happen with wally and how wally's gonna be the kid flash yeah i think uh introducing alchemy is somebody who's able to make you into another version of you yeah I think that's a, an interesting way to look at it because I know we theorized a lot about how Wally was going to get powers. Oh, yeah. But um, other than that, not, not much about Tom Felton's character yet. No. I want to see more of him. Oh, yeah. Um, I enjoyed their interactions. Yeah, definitely intriguing character. Yeah, very Slytherin. No. I don't get it. I'll explain when you're older. <laughs> but um, where do you wanna, who do you want to talk about next? Um, you want to talk about um, Joe? What are you talking about, Joe? So, uh, in this, he's not drinking as much in this one. Yep. He's, you know, back to, he's back to mostly normal. Yeah, the, I mean, I would say he's back to normal. <coughs> the only thing that we have is the whole Iris and him. I mean, everyone else in the fam's all good, and, I mean, even last season, like, I don't, like, we didn't leave off with Iris being mad at Joe, did we? No, we... Like this, right, they were all. This is a change to the timeline. Yeah, where Iris is mad because Joe didn't tell her about <laughs> which, her mother. Which we did see in we did season see, yeah. two, but but see that makes me wonder if if Barry uh, Barry if Joe and Iris stopped talking, then would Joe and Wally still have the same relationship? Because a lot of that was Iris too. Yeah, I mean, it was, and then the whole you know. Mom dying. Yeah. So I don't know. So, I don't they're, know. They're I not going to show us no. all these changes. We're not going to go. I don't think we're going to see anything back in time anymore. Do you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, that's really all about Joe. Yeah. Not much uh, I'm trying to get out the. Want to talk about Felicity? <laughs> we had a fun Felicity cameo. Yes, we did. Um, having Barry tell the story of what happened to her was a lot of fun. Yeah. And like the whole flashback aspect of it, because. It's funny, he goes over to Arrow and he starts doing flashbacks. I think that... I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's like a little nod to Arrow's reliance on flashbacks. Yeah. Um, 
we did get to see our first arrow change though from yes. Flashpoint, where John Diggle doesn't have a daughter named Sarah, he now has a son, son named John Junior. Yes, JJ. JJ. I I just came up with that. You just came up with that. Oh, yeah. That's all you man. <laughs> so that's our first little hint of the changes to Arrow also from Flashpoint. Yeah, I mean, we're not gonna see any other changes. Um, we're not gonna see any other changes as far as we know. No, there, there could be other little subtle ones. Maybe yeah. that's why Oliver has sleeves now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Cisco made him a suit with sleeves. I'm telling you, it's just because it's winter time. It's winter time. Um, we did. I know this is jumping ahead, and I know you haven't seen Legends yet, but they do establish that Legends aren't affected by the time travel at all. But um, I'm not surprised. Well, they're they are in the the time void or wherever it is where yeah. time doesn't affect time vault. Yeah, yeah, but um. I enjoyed seeing Felicity. It's nice. It, it I like when they do little things like that. It, it only took like 10 minutes yeah. to film probably. And it, it adds a lot to the universe. Yeah. It, it was a nice little crossover. Yeah. It, it's nice to know that they can do crossovers without doing crossovers. Yeah. Especially when you have a character that can move so fast. Like Barry can just go over there anytime. Oh, I thought you were talking about Felicity. Well, her too. She's already seen <laughs> some other guy. Flashpoint. <laughs> Every time we see something we don't like on either one of those shows, we're just gonna go flashpoint, hashtag flashpoint. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was it was just a fun little nod, and I'm curious to see what other changes we might see. But um, Caitlin, what do you think about her getting uh, her Killer Frost powers? I'm digging. You digging? I'm digging it. Um, I wonder if that's new or when that could have happened. I hope they explain it. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind a Caitlyn-centric episode. We didn't really get a lot of her last season, except her and Jay. Yeah. Hunter Solomon. Yeah, no, this, I feel like he could do so much more with her. Well, Kevin Smith is directing an episode called Killer Frost. Yeah. He's all, he's all over uh, Flash and Super Early's directing an episode. I think he's trying mm -hmm. to get on Arrow also. But, That'd be um, awesome. Oh, yeah, I'm down. I like Kevin Smith, except his uh, newest movie, Yoga Hosers. Yeah, exactly. What? Yeah, it's supposedly it's horrible, but uh, I never saw it. It's, <laughs> it's part of his uh, Great White trilogy. Oh. Uh, yeah, but um, I like how Barry was like, "Caitlin, you seem like you're still the most normal, and nothing ever bad happened, and you haven't changed." And then she's like, "Yeah," and then her hands turn all icy. I'm like, "Oh, <gasps> what?" <sighs> Sorry, Caitlin. Yeah. Danielle Pettibaker? Yes. Yeah, she's very attractive. It's a CW show. Everybody's attractive. Seriously, though. Nobody's... Uh, you look like the racially diverse yet non-threatening <laughs> cast of a CW show. But seriously, though, like, I think that's what they do. They just go, oh, you're, like, really good-looking, so our budget's gonna go to our actors instead of everything Yeah, seriously, else. they, they <laughs> hire some really good-looking... Like, even Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell's a good-looking guy. I know, goals, right? <laughs> Yeah. Seriously. But um, they showed a lot more of him shirtless again this season. That's for our Arrow and Legends episode. <laughs> but uh, Caitlin, who else? You? I mean, nothing really about Iris. No. I mean, nothing with Iris, nothing with Wally, really. They're kind of the same. They're just... Not they're, talking to Joe. Yeah. They're, they're just there, kind yeah. of. Wally's talking to both of them, it seems like. Yeah, Wally's... Well, the middle man. Wally's always been the middle not, not, not really. always. Not always. <laughs> not when he was a you know unknown child. Yeah, right. So, do you want to talk about Cisco? Who's that? 
the most depressing aspect of this entire show now? Just for this episode. They, that's the one thing that's really bringing down this episode for me. I did not really? like the Cisco stuff. Really? I, I did because everyone else has had this traumatic experience. You had Barry with his mom and then his dad. You had Caitlin with Ronnie. You had NJ. Iris with um her mother and, and um oh my god what the f- Eddie Eddie um Wally with mom and the whole daddy issues yeah I mean it was I enjoyed it because you finally saw him like at his worst I want to you know what I mean well you know it's Cisco's always been one of my favorite characters mm-hmm. like he's a lot like Win. Like, Cisco yeah. and Wynn, they just, they bring a lot of how I would act in that world. Yeah. You know, they're the most relatable. Yeah. You know, Barry's not relatable because he's just so good. He's relatable to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. But, um... Pranks. Yeah, seriously. The, I love Cisco in seasons one and, and especially two because he he brought so much fun to it. Yeah. And I think maybe it was just jarring to see him at this low. I hope that they don't keep him here. It looked like he didn't, like, you know, with the Dr. Alchemy thing. and Yeah. But, like, if, if they bring him back to where he was, like, they they can still give him the depth of it. And, yeah. you know, still, because, ha- like, you understand his, his point of view. I'd be upset with Barry, too. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I would. And then if he was like, yeah, well, see... <sighs> What ha- happened was, yeah. this timeline's this. You know, when he showed it, I would have been like, I'm still a little upset, but I kind of get you. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, no, I still hate you. I like how Iris was the one who was like, you know, we've, like, you know, Cisco, you made the cold gun and heat gun for, you know, Captain Cold and Heat Wave. And, you know, you guys did this and this. We all do things for the people we love and yeah. you know, we can't blame Barry for after such a traumatic moment. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, the Cisco stuff, is having him kind of vibe out and then the hint of him becoming vibe, I really do want to see him be Full-blown, yeah. Partner up, team up sort of thing. Definitely. I hope that his powers are kind of the catalyst for the crossover. That'd yeah. That'd be a cool indication. Oh, yeah. But, um... Yeah, I mean, what, where else do you want to go with this? Do you want to see more... Cha- what kind of other changes do you think we're going to see in this episode? Or in this season of Flash? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, we're obviously going to see some Wally West as Kid Flash. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not obvious. It's me saying, you better do this or I'm going to break you. Yeah. Um. So I would love to see that happen. Um, I would just... I would love to see the reaction uh, the relationship between um Barry Allen and um what's his face Albert Julian Julian Albert I want to see where that goes mm-hmm. I want to see if they ever make amends or realize hey we need to work together and yeah some sort of mutual respect. you know what I mean because Julian's basically like yeah no get out of here yeah. I got this. I'm the metahuman CSI, and this is metahuman stuff. Leave. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, granted, this is a new timeline, so it's kind of like, Barry can't be like, oh, well, you know, I, I used to do this before you were here. Yeah. He you can. know what I mean? He can't do that. I did it all by myself. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, And he, he can't use his powers in the lab. Anymore. Yeah, that's right. And he can't just disappear without, you know. Yeah. 
You know who we did not talk about? Me. Our boy Jay Garrick. Oh. I thought it was me. Yeah, it's not you. Uh, I love seeing Jay Garrick again. Yes. And I love how Barry calls him Flash. Papa Dukes. And uh, they, they bring up the fact that he knows that he's his father's doppelganger. I, yeah. He seems like such a different character, and that's a testament to John Wesley Shipp, who's such a good actor. Yeah. Um, so we find out that he he pulls Barry out of the actual speed force. So that's yes. how Barry travels through time. So that means he he knows that Barry's using it. Yeah. So even if he's on another Earth, he still feels or he senses. They never explain how he no. knew that Barry was using the Speed Force. So it makes you wonder if, A, it's just because he's another speedster. Yeah. B, well, if the effects are rippling out and he's feeling them. Yeah. Or C, there might be something going on like on another Earth that can just detect that sort of thing. Well, I mean, it happened in 1998. No, he just pulled him out at 19. Yeah. Yeah, nothing so, happened. He was well, not back in time. Yeah. So I wonder if um maybe Jay was going through the speed force also. At the same time. At the same time. Maybe. Or I mean, that's the thing. They gotta the CW has to explain things a lot better. It's not even the CW, it's just flash time travel. Like Legends of Tomorrow has established that you know, they travel yeah. through time a certain way. Bear and now they're kind of establishing that Barry he uses the speed force to travel. Like, he actually goes into the speed force. But, um... Yeah, I, I'm curious as to how Jay Garrick knew he was doing it. Yeah. And I wonder if Jay Garrick remembers both timelines. And they haven't even established if Barry's going to start losing his memories again. Oh, God. Please don't, because then he's going to have to go back and change something else. I did like how <laughs> Jay Garrick explained it, though, with the teacup. I thought that was a really cool... Yes. Uh, Cool analogy. I love how Barry's like looking around. He's like, "What are you doing?" Sorry, <laughs> but uh, I want to see more Jay Garrick. Yeah, and you know, just seeing him like standing there in a costume again, I'm like, ah, I love it. <laughs> I don't know. Again, like, how are they going to use him? Like, how is he going to get back to Earth One? How did he get there to begin with? Yeah, you know, we we know that Zoom was able to create breaches on his own. Yeah, once the connections were made. Yes. Barry never, he only created a breach by accident when he went to Supergirl. And then obviously Vibe can create them whenever he wants. So we're going to see Harrison Wells again pretty soon. Yep. So we don't know. Maybe they created technology that allows them to travel the breaches. I'm very excited though. And I want to see more Jay Garrick. I do too, definitely. He was a highlight of last season. Oh yeah. You know, the, the just the whole mystery of him. And yeah. we love John Wesley's ship. Yeah. He's just, he's a lot of fun. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, anything else on this episode we want to talk about? No, that, that pretty much covers our episode. Did we like it better than the season premiere? <laughs> Hands down. Yes, this was a much stronger episode. They should have led off with this. I, I don't think they could have. Oh, I mean, I don't <laughs> But do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, this felt more like a premiere than... Yeah, this definitely had a little bit more weight to it. Yeah. But uh, you want to do star ratings? Yeah, you with the star go. ratings, um, I'll give this a four. It's a, a whole four. point higher than the premiere. Um, it helped at least explaining a lot of things mm-hmm. that, you know, the first one didn't explain. Um, we saw a lot more character um, development mm-hmm. in this one. Um, and then I just seeing, you know, like you said, Jay Garrick and everyone's all 
good. I mean, Cisco's a little down, but at least him and Barry are kind of... They're in a good spot. ...back on how they were before the whole Flashpoint paradox. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I give it definitely a solid four. Um, a lot better than the premiere. Mm-hmm. What about you? I'm going to give it a four also. Like, uh, I enjoyed it a lot more than the premiere. Um the, the only thing that really kind of brought me down was the Cisco stuff just because I love him so much as a character. Yeah. It's kind of like seeing one of your friends down. You just... Yeah. It kind of brings you down. But uh, I enjoyed the aspect of Dr. Alchemy mm-hmm. and I'm curious to see if if he's only able to transfer the memories and thoughts from Flashpoint or if he's able to do it from any alternate Earth. Yeah. Because imagine him doing it to somebody like Cisco now. Yeah. Or somebody like Joe or... You know, there, there's a lot of possibilities, and I want to also see what kind of changes we're going to be seeing in this new timeline. Yeah. Or, I mean, not even timeline, new reality. This is Barry's yeah. reality, and if um, how much of it's going to actually stick. So, yeah, solid four, you know, nothing really to write home about, but at the same time, I, I enjoyed it. Definitely. And uh, it kept me kept me constantly thinking yes. about what was going to happen next. And, you know, Flash and Arrow have been really good about setting up what they're going to be doing this season. Yeah. No, obviously Supergirl's only one episode in, Legends is only one episode in, so we don't really know the grand scheme as much. But uh, solid, solid season openers and Definitely. second episodes for our shows. Yes. We are so ex- We're counting down for this crossover. <laughs> we're so excited. I know. Um, oh, man. That's going to be great. Four days? Four nights. So, you know, the big question about it is how we're going to do an episode for that. If we're going to do... Uh. Two and two, one big. Go big or go home. Big two-hour episode for all you guys who are commuting in the morning. Right. But, uh, yeah, I think that's going to kind of bring it down for us. So we'd love to hear your thoughts on not only the premiere of Supergirl, but how Flash is going, your thoughts, uh, theories on the crossover, you know, whatever you guys want. So uh, we always love hearing from you guys. It makes the show totally worth doing. So if people wanted to uh, get in touch with us, Ronnie, what would be the best way for them to do that? Best way to do that is on Facebook. Um, you could, you know, write on our fan page wall, which is the Multiverse Fancast. Or if it's got a little spoilery stuff or anything like that, you can always just message us on Facebook. Or you can email us at multiversefancast at gmail.com. You can find us on the Twitter machine, as someone likes to call it. <laughs> it's alien to me, man. Um, you could just search capital M, capital V, fancast. Um, if you you could take us on the go and listen to us just by downloading us, either through the iTunes podcast store, or on the Podbean app, or on the Satchel podcast player app. You really enunciated all those syllables. You got to. Yeah. And if you guys uh, <laughs> take us on the go with uh, any of those mediums, just make sure you leave us uh, some comments, some stars, uh, share us with your friends and family. You know, the more people that we reach, the better it is for us. We got all this new equipment that we're trying to make the most out of. So we want to hear or we want to we want to get in touch with as many people as we can. It makes the show a lot more fun. Definitely. 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 So, as always, I'm Max. And I'm Ryan. And we'll be back in a flash. <laughs>